It's time to talk some blues hockey. Welcome to the Blues NHL podcast, hosted by former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers and former Blues enforcer Darren Kimball. And we got a problem in front of the hog bench. Kimball pulling it, Ronick. Here's Kimball swinging it, Ronick wildly, and the linesman trying to get in between them. Look at Raddick, he's dropped the gloves with Rivers. The referee or the linesman should yeah. jump in here. You can't let a guy like Rivers continue to throw punches. Federico stolen from Reinhardt, breaking in to Hunter. Hunter shooting, rebound, Recognize the score! Here comes Shovel Day, he'll be thrown out of the game! Curtis Joseph grabs Shovel Day, and the two goalies go at it! Head to head, and Joseph with three great rights! New Terjana Hall looking for 500, he shoots, he scores! Brad Hall, number 500! Tarasenko, in the clear, he scores! And now, here's your off-ice official, Jim Cromer. Hello, Blues fans. Welcome to the Thursday edition of your Blues NHL podcast. Brought to you by our good friends at the Innovated Companies. That's innovatedcompanies.com. Boy, uh, would Randy Green be proud of us today. A man of 35 years experience, a second-generation craftsman sitting at our table watching Kimby try to reattach his microphone. over there. He's playing with things. All of a sudden, everything starts falling I apart. Think, I think the growing fields in Lucky Lake have already started. <laughs> this, this show could get out of hand, and I'll tell you why. It's going to go out of hand I, off the rails in a heartbeat. We've got no blues game between both shows. I stopped by, and I picked up fucking ribs some Red Bull. <laughs> And I think Did you just, have one yourself? No, no. I think by just touching the shit, I've gone because I'm, I'm jacked up right now. I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to go. I mean, you broke, <laughs> hey, you done. You're, it's like slap shot when the, with the you done broke the darn thing. You broke the mic. Well, Kimby yesterday, as you know, we put out on Twitter. He helped me pass out candy at the <laughs> local schools. Yeah, yeah. son of a bitch. Oh. I get on that. I get on. Let Rivers at Twitter at uh, Twitter at night. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. And uh, the ribs crazies come on. Now I'm starting to fucking answer these guys on night. I go, son of a bitch. I mean, the, the show is taking How about that. our boy Jimmy Mack jumped in oh, on yeah. that one? But yeah. I got him good, though. Yeah, he, you he did. got the big head, but then I, I almost wanted to say to him, why the long face, Jimbo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo. Man, yes, it's taking an exciting turn here. But things are, uh, yeah, hey, this is what happens when there's no game. I mean, this is, I got to ask you guys a question about this. It, why does this seem new? I mean, did you guys have these types of layoffs? Is this a new, I, I know scheduling, arenas, things like that, but, man, just the last few years, it seems like these are more recognizable, like these breaks like this. This is crazy. I know. I don't like it. I know a lot of Blues fans are complaining about it. Well, the reason they're complaining, it's sort of bad luck for the Blues because, you know, you're, you get, they're going through a fucking dry spell. They come out with a big game finally, and they, they win it. You know, and you're, in hockey, as we've talked on here many times, is confidence. And you get on that roll, and you, so now they've won a game. Now they've had fucking call-ups and call that, you know, they're, they're trying to get their lineup straightened because you're guys, guys that you sent down for conditioning and so on and so forth. So you've had this lull, and now you've got to come back and try to fire this thing up again. And you've inserted, a, by the looks of it, they might have inserted a couple players here. So you're hopefully the chemistry's right there. Uh, you know, so you're, you're trying to get back to where you were. You, you finally jump over the hill a little bit, and 
Now you got to go down the hill again and try to come back up. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I don't know if this is this isn't a league proposed break, right? Because no, remember they had that crap yeah. for yeah, like a week shit. or something like that. It? Is it, is I, it I don't all? know no, what they've they done need a there. Fucking holiday nowadays. So. Last year, well, that was a union thing, so it's probably still in there yeah. until the next. But I think they cha- they they manipulated how they do it because like a couple of years ago it was like crazy. Like every other week, a team is like in the Bahamas. Yeah. And anyways, and I, I didn't know if it was one of those things, but yeah, these happen from time to time when we played and. Yeah. It's good sometimes, and it's bad other times. Right now, I think it was bad for the Blues. In well, I guess it was fifty-fifty because bad they get off a big win from the Blackhawks, so that yeah. momentum and all that stuff. An impressive win too. An impressive yeah. win here at home, great. And we're in the that was just the second game of the homestand. But in another way, if you want to spin it in a positive way, they had the opportunity to have guys get called back up, healthy, uh, healthy back in the lineup. Get I guess what they would consider their true lineup together and so we'll see i mean tonight thursday night against the vegas golden knights we'll find out just how it worked for the blues yeah yeah i i I, again i don't have any you know like does it hurt them does it help them i it they could come at different times i just don't seem to remember these like when i was younger i Uh, they've always happened no they've always always happened you've just been too drunk every night to figure it out here we go here we go well back in the day hey when you're you're really when you're playing, uh, if you're running a, a sports organization, you're, you try to hit the weekends. You know that that's obviously when people are off. That's when sales are, are trying to go. So you're trying to hit that anyway. But this year, th- it did happen. You, you know, you tried to. For some guys, we're getting a lot of ice time. You wanted them to come. You're probably closer to the back end of the season, so they got the fresh and ready to roll for the playoffs. Yeah. But you know, you, you could never plan it. You know, that's just. But you got to wonder, Kimby, because we're in Cardinal Nation here. Yeah. And you know me, I don't like to cross over the baseball into the hockey too much here. But however, you got to wonder if Tom Stillman and his staff look at this. and For sure. I, they're never sure where the Cardinals end up, but it's technically right in the window where the World Series could yeah. have been going on. Correct. And if we know damn well that if the World Series is going on in St. Louis, as much as we love the Blues, people will go. But let's be honest here, the World Series is the main thing. So yeah. I don't know how much goes into this, how much the I, – I do know the general managers have uh, like two or three challenges on the original schedule that's presented in front of them. Uh, but I don't know, certainly not all the fine details. Well, I will say that you obvi- that it shows that you don't like to cross over sports because if you knew anything about Cardinal baseball, you'd know the last couple of years there's absolutely no chance. Yeah, but of now you see that that's series. the way you are. I'm positive about it. It could be a hater, Jim. right? Seriously, right? The other day I talked <laughs> about liking the Red Sox. He didn't like that. I, I talk about the Cardinals being good. He didn't like that. <laughs> Fucking guy. That's what that's what's wrong with society today. And I, oh, I, I was driving. Oh yeah, tell I me. Was driving, I like this. I was driving up from fucking Granite today, and I'm talk, I'm like thinking about society today. Oh no. And, and, and it just, I'll tell you what. I, I I was I was looking myself in the damn mirror going backward, and I was saying, "What the fuck's going That's on a big in this mirror. mirror?" It is. It was a big mirror. <laughs> That's a big mirror. And you know, and I'll tell you what. You know where this thing gets me riled up here, and I'm going to jump into something right now. And you, all right, oh, but it just gets me riled up. I'm watching the Hawks game last night, so handed out the candy and. The L Bundy shit that was going on and <laughs> ribs calling me a monster and all this. So after all that went through my goddamn head and it was you know I'm worn down because that's a big head and everything running through it. Oh shit! So I'm sitting down. So I watched the hot game. So I'm I'm watching the game and Seabrook's playing a one on one and the guy the puck gets dumped in and Seabrook sort of play, he interferes him a little bit. There's a fucking referee within ten feet of him looking right at him. His hand doesn't go in the air. The guy that's about a hundred feet away. And, and he's got traffic in front of him, is making the call. He puts his hand up and calls interference. And I think this goes to the pl- where 
And so I, I, I get thinking about this, and, and you know, and Ribs had talked about you, you try to find a fine line where these hits from behind or these hits to the head or whatever they're calling, and I, the referees don't even know what the fuck they're calling. <laughs> And and the reason I say that, and because I don't think George Peros knows what the fuck he's calling, because well, I, I think for, he is just like he's looking over his yeah. shoulder so bad at Mister Gary Bettman, or like, what do you want me to do, Gary? Do you want me? To? <laughs> and I think so. If you can't have it from your top guy, what the hell's going on with your league? How can these and these referees? And and I've always said this, Rivs, when uh, like even when we played back, and, and I don't, I'm not going there, but you, when you went through a hockey game, if there was no penalties called, you were happy, probably, you know. Yeah. It, you, you just wanted everything called the same, and you didn't want to sit there and go through, all of a sudden we're going to get four penalties. Like when, when Stewie would go crazy, sometimes you get it in his head, and he, he was going to make himself the show, and he'd start calling fucking penalties everywhere. It's just a game with all the penalties is terrible. And so if you go through this process, staying off the power play, you get, you know, the game flows, and, and it just contr- it keeps going forward. So the NHL has to get their shit together, man, from the top down because they're, they're calling these hits. You don't know what the fuck's. You're getting 20 games. You're getting two games. You have no idea what you're getting. you got referees. And my biggest thing, and I'll get off here and I'll go to yours, but my biggest thing is the, I think the referees, when they make these calls, I think they should be held fucking accountable because you know what? The hockey player that's playing the game is held accountable. If I'm not doing my job on the ice or if, if someone's not doing their job on the ice, I'll guarantee you they're going to get shit for it from the coach or someone. But who's given these referees the leeway to make calls and then just fucking nothing happened to them? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, uh, to to your first point of the referee at the opposite end of the ice calling that penalty, that has always been a big pet peeve of mine because the guy who's right there, who's right in the fire. Looking at him. Unless for some reason he's physically being disrupted by the play and, you know, you can't look at the play because he's trying to get the hell out of the way and then the other guy calls it. It is what it is, but that's always been a big argument or a pet peeve of mine too. Is the guy's at the far end of the ice? How the hell does he see it and you don't? And then you know, of course, I'm not afraid to stir it up from time to time. Yeah, I'd tell the referee, I go, I can't believe that guy's just showing you up. He yeah. thinks you can't do your job. Exactly. You know, and you know, they'd always have a little discussion and kind of get after it. But no, you're you're exactly right. It's uh, it's a very difficult time right now. Never mind the suspensions and all the obvious things that are. Are, are jumping off the page for conversation pieces. But the little plays, like you described, just a little interference yeah. call, if they don't have consistency with that, then the big stuff, how the hell are you going to find it with that, right? Yep. And so, I don't know. It's tough. And and, the, and I hate to go just like you. I hate to say, oh, back in the day, you know. But when we were playing, the referees had more dialogue with the players. Yeah, We knew each other, usually on a first-name basis. And they would see the bullshit call you on your bullshit and say, hey, listen, yes, okay, that guy did hook you, but you also two-handed him about five minutes ago behind the back and legs, so now you guys are even. If you want, yeah. I can call all the bullshit all night long, or I can just let you guys figure it out, yeah. you know? And, and it they, usually did figure itself out. They, they would. How many times, uh, the, the most famous line, because it always used to happen to me when we were on the ice and the guys that played my role, but there'd be a big scrum, and you'd go in there, and the referee would come in there and say, "You're all getting either get fighting, or you're all getting fucking tens." And then all of a sudden, everyone would just go. Yeah. And then you'd go, and then the old famous thing, right? Yeah. Like the scariest words, eh? Let them go. Yeah, let them oh, go. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Got that one guy running his mouth. Yip 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 yip. Let him go. Oh shit! I'm well, out of here. Would that be the, the to your point? Would that be the them interacting with you guys, and they have a feel for who's in there just starting shit and really doesn't. A hundred percent. They knew. Like yeah. fuck, they'd ref how many games a year and they knew each other well and they, they were tighter as a group too. the referees now now it's just like a corporate thing almost where you show yeah. up you look at the guy across you don't really fucking know him 
Uh, you go out there, do your job. You're both different personalities. And sometimes there's an inner battle within the game between the two referees yeah. because one guy thinks he's more important than the other or his calls are better or more cons- – and then you have this damn thing going on. You're like, well, guess who suffers? The players and ultimately the fans. And, and, and you tell me if you go to a friggin' NHL hockey <laughs> game and you see 15 penalties called – and if you go there and you can walk out of there and say, God, that was a good hot game, I'm going to call you a fucking liar because that's obviously not well, what Yeah, I, I agree. Interestingly enough, though, um, something that has been an issue, it seems like, in the last uh, at least a couple of years, that is not an issue to start this season is the Blues power play. So a lot of Blues fans are probably going, hey, bring them on. Yeah, right but it now, still kills the flow of the I game. Know, Look I at know. What game was that, the Winnipeg game? Yeah. Where, yeah, we, we lost in overtime, and it was unfortunately we fumbled it a little bit. but. Sure. God, that was hard to get into that game. And, I, and I'll, I'll tell you what, Chromes, and uh, back in the day when we were playing hockey, and I know the, all the rules were you could you hook and you do all that shit, but when you get to playoff hockey, I, I will swear, and I, I love watching the NFL football when it gets going and all that stuff, And but when you get to playoff hockey, I have never seen a sport, cause, and they, there's hardly any penalties called. You might get them in the first round. You might get three or four a game, but they go down to nothing. They let shit get going. That is the most exciting sport that I will, I will ever watch in my life. And I'll yeah. put it up again. If you know the game of hockey and you know all the sports, if you watch them uh, on a regular basis, and if you put playoff hockey up, I'll put it up against any fucking thing in the world. And it is just in the intensity. The referees stay out of it. The game flows. The shit's going on. There's rivalries being created because of that. And they let people get back at people for something that they're, you know, it's just it's sort of a well, they try pattern. Yeah, they, they try not to be the difference in the game. Yes. They try to let the players sort it out. And it is the fastest team sport. Yes. So it's a lot of fun, especially for people who are watching it live. TV's great, but live, man, it's impressive. Yes. The thing that I've always noticed is it seems like they call what they think they saw, not what actually happened. And I don't know if that's the speed of the game. I mean, not all the but, time, but it used to. But be, it happens quite a bit. It used to be though, that, you know, when these old referees got going on Koharski and all these boys, they would call the obvious shit. Like if it was there, it was obvious. Now, if you touch a guy with your stick, the the fucker might call a penalty on you, and and you go, "What?" Well, is that's that a bad one for me. Is you go, you skate by a guy, there's a loose puck, and you know, you give the guy a little whack on the stick because it's a stick battle. Yeah. And he drops his stick or falls out of him. Two minutes for slashing. And the league has created that stick battle because that's what they like now. They, well, that's what they want yeah. is the battle for the puck with the stick on the ice and all this stuff. Correct. And now they're calling that. Exactly. It's, it's a little crazy because now is it? would it be crazy then to think that it's a strategy that every time you go into a puck battle, you kind of leave your hands a little loose, stick gets knocked out <laughs> yep. of your hand, it's a penalty. Yeah. It's the new. It's the modern day dive, but, Kimby. Yes, and <laughs> so we'll go back to full circle where I was getting at this thing when I was driving up in my truck here and pretty well going cuckoo. That's where. <laughs> so so now you got the everybody can have a podcast. Everybody gets on Twitter and makes their comments, and that's where I get pissed off at because people that don't really understand what's going on in the game, and like I, I got nothing wrong with a fan going there. You know, if you're going to go there, but don't just go on there to start shit. Look, and that goes, you get into conversations about these CTE. Get the fuck out of my life, man. Like, you don't understand what the, that was all about. It, it wasn't a, we had a thing on Twitter about fighting and all that was going on just lately. Yeah. Causing I, that. No, it didn't. I didn't that, even, I didn't even put my fingers in the cookie jar oh, on I, that I was, one. I was, I was, my, I was just going crazy. I, w- I didn't even bite. I have, was like, yeah. You, you have no fucking idea, man. But, you know, I, I did it for a living. And I would not want anybody to ever have to deal with that. I, I know some players that have gone through it, but I'll guarantee you other things, other incidences where guys got hit cleanly, maybe fell and hit their head on, 
was way more than any guy ever fought was doing that bullshit. I'll well, that's being proven that. now. I mean, unfortunately, we look at a guy like Joe Murphy. Who, yes. You know, he's having struggles, personal battles, and it was a body check yep. that caught him with his head down. And he said, you know, that body check, and he's not the only one. I just, he's fresh on the For, brain. I, I, the shit's going on. So, yeah. but... There's a lot of guys yeah. that it wasn't a fight. So, and it, the biggest, and you see the the people they, they always want to bring that CTE. Why did that enter into the national hockey? And I'm not going to go into it because I'm not. There's a, it's an ongoing bunch of bullshit. But why did that get brought into there? The reason it got brought into there was because players were feeling they were getting thrown right back into the damn circle, the jungle out there, and not being taken care of. That was the problem. It wasn't because the guy was fighting. It wasn't. That's not what was going on. That's not what the players were pissed off about. And you could I'll talk to many tough guys. You know, there's some guys that are going through some tough things, but were they getting thrown back in the battle for the wrong reasons? And that's what that's what the big fight is about. Well, it's tough, right? Because <clears throat> it's a double-edged sword. Yes. One is, yes, guys got thrown back into the fire as quick as they possibly were able to. They were thrown back in there. And on the, on the flip side of that, though, it's not that I don't blame the coaches, or the, but nobody knew, really. Exactly. Like, the education wasn't there on some of these risks. And we could this th- that could be an hour long sure. podcast, maybe a week long, for sure. when we debate it. But because the mentality of a hockey player, Rivs, if, if yes. I got a concussion, I I want to, especially a guy hovering around on the fourth line where you're sitting down there. You're you ha- you almost had to you almost wanted to get you wanted to get the okay. Now that you know, so you were sort of it was, like you said, it's a double edged sword. It's tough, but you you know you didn't want to lose your job over something silliness, and you know, and but you know, you now you look back at it. With, with all these concussions and where they've gone, you know, it's, Kimby, it's a fine I know thing. guys that when the baseline testing came in, I know guys, I'm not going to mention names, I know guys that once they went through the baseline testing at the start of the year, mm-hmm. they would leave that room and go write down the answers to every question that was asked and go over those questions once a month with themselves so that if they got buckled or something happened and they went in the baseline testing... They re- had memorized the answers so they would match the answers from the beginning of the season. Correct. Yeah, no, I see. Yeah. So yeah. it's tough. It, it's it's tough. Well, anyway, that's where I, I was going I, today. I would <laughs> say, too, if you're, you know, from watching a game, I, I, I know what you were talking about, too, Kimmy. I don't know that anybody's – I mean, are people out there really under the impression that the concussions and the CTE all comes from the blows from fighting? I, I, I think I, it's I just because you. visually – it looks worse. Like we've been over this before. Like, and Ice Guardians does a great job in that movie yeah. of showing that the brain, you know, moves around inside there. Whether it's a body check or a punch in the head, the brain doesn't, you know, it can't decipher which one it was. It just knows it got jumbled. And so, the fighting is a hot button because it's a direct thing where you're looking at a guy trying to punch another guy in the face. You're not necessarily seeing that shoulder to the chin or the glass that hits the guy in the side of the face from a body check all you're seeing is this guy throw a bomb from left field and it hits him in the side of the head or the helmet even and people think well that's how you get the concussions which yeah there are some that happen but i i'm gonna say this and there's some hard punchers in the world and some hard punchers that have played the game I would have to say that being run over in an open nice hit where a shoulder hits you in the jaw hurts a lot more than a punch in the face. And there's some guys who could throw bombs. Yeah. However, could they throw a bomb at 25 miles an hour at you? And and even there, you go from their ribs, so you go from the hit, and then, you know, watch with boxers, or you can watch, you know, all that, or football players when they get hit. Once they get hit, when they fall, 
what what ends up hitting the fucking ground? Oh, the head. They're fucking hit. And if you yeah. hit if you hit the ice, the ice is as hard as the fucking is, is harder than the ground. It's it's like pavement out there. So that's what you're hitting. Yeah. So you know, the, so there's another trauma going to your brain right there. Well, it's a you know, there's had we've had a lot of people tweet and stuff like this, and there's been some people that have said, "Hey, listen, I just want you guys to be have a healthy life after hockey," which I know you guys appreciate that too. It's this is a tough thing because you're talking about changing the sport the way it's like i guess approached really i mean you guys you know hockey players well, they're trying football, to do it's that it's hard nose right i mean it's a hard nose sport i don't see the football thing i mean it, you brought it, it up it was I mean, a, it was a hard nose sport well i mean so how does the game i mean sissy ass sport now holy cow well, <laughs> well i know where you stand no but listen but I, it, I think the frustration is that in trying to Make, make it this safer. safer. <laughs> they've made it more dangerous in other as in other areas of the game, and exactly. it's I don't know, man. It, any physical contact sport, it's never going to be perfect. You're never going to have ultimate success with injuries. It's just the way it is. Football, hockey, boxing, MMA, any of these things. Aussie rules, football, any of these things. Rugby, you're going to have these injuries that happen because. Things happen quickly, and there's physical contact. You know what, Crumbs? I, I'll sit here and I, I threw my junior career off the ice, uh, uh, <laughs> NHL, pro hockey. I, I don't know. I, I, I've got to be over 300, 400 fights easily, easily. And I might even be up around 500. But, Darren, if you, if you looked back and we rewound the world here and said, you're 18 years old again, Darren, do you want to go through this process? I'll say, you fucking right, I do. I'm going there again. And... My biggest thing is, though, guys that went through it, I see guys on, uh, like, Peluso, Mike Peluso, and I hear stories, what's going on with them. The only thing I care about is if he went through it and if you did get a concussion or whatever, as long as the trainers were fucking doing it right and sitting there saying, well, let's go through this, like, you know, give him a CAT scan. Obviously, we didn't go through those a lot back in the day when we were playing, but if that's there to evaluate it, so then maybe you could slow it down before they get their eighth or their ninth or their tenth one. I'm all for that. But... To tell if, if there's a player out there that did my role or whatever, and you put him back at stage one and said, and, and you knew it was going to come, would, would they would ask every one of them, would they still go down that journey? And I, I'd almost have to sit there and say, you're probably almost at 100. Now, Peluso's in a different situation, but you know, that guy that went through, fuck, he won a Stanley Cup. He went through the process and he, you know, he, he lived the high life at, at one point in time. He, you know, so I would even think on when he started out, he said, put me in, sign me up, as long as it was taken care of the right way. Well, okay, so. You're okay. You again, the numbers arbitrary. I mean, you brought it up, right? Say it's 400, 500, doesn't matter what it is. Did you in 500 fights, did you ever get a concussion from fighting? I, I come close one time, maybe. I think of one time, maybe, maybe. Somebody maybe. brung you pretty good. I got, I got hit, but I didn't I, like I, I never got knocked out or nothing on the ice, never got knocked down from a like a punch that put me out. Never had that, didn't happen. Um, off the ice, and I got in a bar fight. I got, I did, yeah. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got kicked by a mule. I got, I got corked one time, and uh, she was lights out. So, um, but that being said, no, I didn't go through that. So, and I, I never have. I well, I, my my wife thinks I am, but I, but I've never gone through that process. You know, I try, I try to stay on an even keel. But I, I always tell her now, though, I said you can't blame the concussion, blame ribs for the shit he's doing to me. He's fucking me up in the head, man. Um, so. Now, so okay, so here's – did you ever get one from the play? Did you ever get rocked with a shoulder? No, or? no, no. No? 
I've been, during the play, if I got it, it'd probably be able to slide down the bench and hit me. That's what we're going to get. <laughs> Fell off the end of the So, okay, so then in hindsight, would you consider yourself lucky, or do you think it's really hard to get a concussion, get See, punched in a hockey fight? Back in the day, though, so so the fighting part. Let's just okay. go to the fighting part. Because uh, I'm going to go to the hockey, but the fighting part was you entered, you knew what you were getting yourself into. You, li- you lined up, and that was it. You're... Ego was taking you to that process because you thought you were the best man for the, that spot right there. And you were either going to – because when I won fights, I loved it. You know, you're sitting in front of 20,000 teams. There's times that you lost and things weren't so rosy. You know what I mean? But back in our day, and the game is the game is faster now. But why is the game faster now? So back in the day, you'd build a hold guy up with the stick. You know, that's – so now you, when we had guys, a big man was probably 6'2", Probably maybe 210 pounds, 220 pounds was a big man. What were you when you played? 215 is what it, I, I played at, and I was 6'2". 215? S- yeah. Okay. So, big and I was, I, was, I was a big in the NHL at that time. There was guys still a little bigger, you know, Dave Brown, and these guys are 6'6". Yeah, six, but the but, average guy, like yeah. you said, you were bigger. Bigger than the average yeah. guy. And now what you've done is you got guys that are 6'6", six, six and that can, that can skate like the guy, the, like the, some of the fastest guys on the team. Yeah. And so you're coming. You've eliminated the red line. You've eliminated the holding up. If these guys really wanted to get into a crazy shit, they could really, really lighten some guys up here, man. I'm telling you. As a, you know, when the rule change just happened, I understood what they said. We, I mean, let's face it, we grew up here in St. Louis. We had Brett Hall. Everybody loved Brett Hall. Brett Hall was very outspoken about the clutching and grabbing. Mm-hmm. You heard guys like Mario Lemieux coming out and going, it's the clutching and grabbing, the clutching and grabbing. If we want to grow our sport, we got to get rid of the clutching and grabbing. So they come up with these rules. And at the time, when they did them, everybody thought, okay, we're going to open up the NHL. Well, the one thing that I think everybody missed in the whole – I bring it up to this day, and everybody looks at me like deer in the headlights. The ability of the defenseman or the the last forward out of the zone to stop the opposing forwards from coming back in the play eliminated a lot of the offense. I don't understand why people never picked up on that. Plus, the ability to stop that forward from killing your defenseman. Those rules killed Al McInnes. Yeah. I I don't understand why – why why was it so hard for everybody to understand why – that was probably one they shouldn't have messed with. Well, that's the one I still, to this day, haven't been a defenseman. Like, I know you can't hook and hold a knot all over the ice, but holy shit. Like, it's a little tug. I mean, that, that's all it was. When that lockout ended and we came back, it, yeah. was, it was like the running of the fucking bulls out there. They yeah. would dump the puck in, and then it was like, and your mentality at the time for growing up forever is, well, if you don't go get the puck first, you're a chicken shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I mean, kind of the way it was. Now, that mentality has changed a little bit, and I I credit Nick Lidstrom. This is a great story. Is we're in Detroit, and Nicky Lidstrom is going back, and Mike Babcock, and in all his infinite wisdom, decides to question Nick Lidstrom, which is hilarious in itself, because Nick goes back for a puck and kind of slows down a little bit and lets the guy get the puck, and so. You know, Babs is like, oh, what are you doing? you got to get the puck first. And Nick Lidstrom, who's already, like, halfway through his career as a stibus himself as a Hall of Famer, looks at him and goes, why on earth would I go first, get plastered up against the wall, be on the wrong side of the play, and let that guy be closer to the net and get the loose puck? And Babcock looked at him kind of like, you know, kind of going to question him again. He goes, so wouldn't it be better, Mike, if I just let him go, hit him, put him on the wrong side of the play, took the puck, headed up the ice so we can score a goal while he's back-checking? Babcock said nothing, walked down the other bench. After that, like a week later, he was trying to tell all the defensemen, yeah, don't go first, go second. <laughs> My point is, though, is that the mentality to go first was always there, and you would just get run. And the only recourse we had then as D is that when we could make you pay, we did. 
Like you cut through that middle of the ice with your head down, I'm coming hot. Because you son of a bitch, you put my face into the glass two minutes ago. But the, but the NHL, and this is this is old Gary there, Gary, Gary, Gare Bear. <laughs> but just think of the mentality of these guys. So they want to get, they want to take away the the clutch and the grab, and so they take away that. So now you're going to create so much speed. So then now, when I played with Brian Sutter and we go into Boston and play Boston, Brian Sutter would always his, this is part of his game plan, part of the notes that we're going to think every time. Ray Bork is on the ice, dump it in his corner, and run the motherfucker. <laughs> That's what his thing was, because Ray Bork was playing 30 minutes a game. So if you would continue to hit him and hit him and hit him and hit him, and everyone would throw it in his corner, first of all, he's got to go back and get the puck. Second of all, he's going to get hit. Now we've got to restart the process. It just wear him down. So the third yeah. period would come, Bubba would be so bloody, you know, and you're going to do that for 80 games now. So with the NHL, so that's going on, and now... When I played in Chicago and I got first hitter, one of the probably the, one of the best goaltenders to do this, and you know he get himself in trouble sometimes. But Eddie Belfour could he was a third defenseman back there, and Eddie would get the puck. Chelios and these guys they, oh, yeah. they wouldn't even go near. They just go out, yeah, and give like for the breakout pass. Yeah, and forwards would still keep going towards Eddie. Yeah. And Eddie would just make the pass, and he's gone. So then all of a sudden now the NHL says, "Well, that ain't good. Now we're going to fucking make sure they stay in their net, so we we put lines up so they can't get out of there either." Yeah, so, they've really yeah, you're right. They've really kind of funneled guys yes. into disaster here. Correct. Because Correct. you can't get the goalie out there to help with the puck. You can't run interference for your partner. And there's no like the forwards can just deflect that puck in at hundred miles an hour and follow it at hundred miles an yes. hour. And as long as they keep their elbows down, they can run you through the end board. And like you said earlier, a mentality that I grew up, and I'm guarantee you, some guys that are going through junior have coaches because there's coaches still around that you know when I was there. The mentality is go get the goddamn puck. Yeah. So you're going to go get the puck. The forward's been taught, get in there to get the puck. So now you got a guy going in, uh, you know, all he's worried about, he's not worried about getting hit. He's worried about, well, he is worried about, but he's worried about getting the puck first, How he, however he's got it, because he's got to play for his job. Yeah. So he's going to go flying in the corner. The forward's coming from hellbent because he's got to keep his job. You just got disaster coming your yeah, way. Yeah, no, you're right. Train wreck. Well, happen. it's a... Uh... It's an interesting game to watch play if you if you grew up around it and then you kind of see where it's went um, for the new for the younger fan. I mean, they've seen all this is all they've seen is it get nothing but it, it's gotten worse the last few years, but it's always been a little bit of a ticky tack situation. But they, it, but the younger fan piles on Chrome's. That's where I know. The, that's where I get ate up at because <laughs> the younger fan doesn't understand where the history of this fucking game come from and the process it got to and now where it's at. And if they see a fucking hit. Oh boy, God, we're gonna, you know, and, and social media just goes crazy because yeah, so a lot that's of these guys don't. Move. I know that's we where talk we're at. about it, like two, three weeks in a row now. We talk about it, which I, I, buddy, I fucking feel you. Yeah, but it's not just hockey; it's mm. anything in life. Ex- any, well, exactly, and that's what I was. I, hey, I was talking to myself in the fucking car, and I said that it's everything in life. It's to do with work. It's to do with anything you got. That shit's out there. Yeah, man. like it's anything now. And well, like you said, everybody can, you know, they can have a computer in their basement, yep. try to run a podcast, they get on social media, and they'll reach out to antagonize. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure after this podcast gets out there, there'll be guys that click on you and be like, whatever, blah, 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 and, disp- and just yep. stir shit up. Why? Because it makes them relevant, and it gets you going, and they can sit at home yeah, and laugh. I'm getting, I'm getting better, though, because I can block them now. Yeah, you're catching on, buddy. <laughs> well, uh, I'll block your ass too, Chrome. You keep it up. I will. Hey, See, you, notice, <laughs> no, you notice how he said he wouldn't block me though. I know. Well, I the see one that's, the antagonist. Partner, I won't take. How about how about yesterday? Somebody suggested that. Well, I don't know how these two get along. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, it's good stuff. 
We're like um, brothers. You know, you brought up into our dressing room. You know, uh, no shit. You brought up social media, so I wanted to ask both of you guys. Uh, there's an interesting story that we just read involving Mr. Kane, oh, Evander God. Kane, and talking about different situations for you guys. And I think about both of you guys. We've kind of joked around a little bit off air about, you know, you guys are both you guys were both professional athletes, played in the NHL, lived the life. How how different your lives may have been if social media existed, and the things that people know, and the things that people are involved in. So, um, I mean, can you imagine, Kimby? I'll start with you. Can you go back? Well, actually, let me start with Ribs because Kimby's been kind of dominating today. Yeah, I like Ribs, it. Ribs, do you? Can you fucking think, Red Bull, man? Can you think back to <laughs> yeah? Touch the can of Red Bull. Can you even imagine going back in time and and every move you make, whether it be on or off the ice, being able to be tweeted at the drop of a dime no i can't because look we had it's not like anybody did anything wrong it's not like there's anything different than any other like think about this for a second we came into the nhl and we're 20 21 22 23 and we're doing things that you know would be looked at a certain way look at college kids they're 18 19 20 21 and they're doing stupid shit too but, you know, because what? Because we're athletes. We're not supposed to go out and have a few cocktails. We're not supposed to go out and have some fun. We're not, to, not supposed to go out and every now and then have an altercation or something stupid. We're just kids, too. I know, I don't want to say we're held to a higher standard because that sounds pompous. But it, you're kind of expected a little bit. But, fuck, there's some forgiveness there a little bit. Like, you're a young guy. You, you're, you're out there having a good time. And social media, in my opinion, it makes it more toxic because then you go out and have do something normal let's say you go out and grab three four beers with a bunch of buddies somebody takes a picture and then they don't do anything with it then you go out and have a shitty game two days later well he was spotted out getting drunk with some guys you know night before the game three four beers or a glass of wine or a bottle of wine is not going to make the difference it doesn't you know jack does well, but you know what I'm saying. Like, no, I'm anything joking. can be blown out of proportion now. Yeah. And now, with this, for people who don't know what we're talking about with Evander Kane, he's in a bit of a pickle here. That's uh, a real pickle. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, it, it's not good. Allegedly. That there's a woman that he um, impregnated and that apparently they had a handshake deal that uh, she would uh, abort the pregnancy for $3 million. Uh-oh. And so she claims that she held up her end of the bargain, uh, but he hasn't bucked up yet with the $3 million. So she's suing him in a court of law on this. and That's a new one. It's it's a new one. Is it a new one? I mean, well, really. But, well, fuck but it, I didn't it is no like this, though. <laughs> like, that's off barstool sports, oh, I know, right? So what that means is where if this happened in the past 20 years ago, it's not that this is a new story. The money's quite a bit more than I could ever remember anybody, but... It, it's a fact that it's publicized. Now you just go on here and you have social media. You slide a message over to yeah. TMZ. Be like, hey, by the way, I, I have this handshake agreement. Boom. And they, bloom, they blow it up and it's yeah. out there. Yeah. No, I, you know what, though? I, and I agree with you. Back in the day, it was just. And, we're, you know, you start where you started it at. When you're riding these buses and all that shit, 
you you learn about life on that bus when I was growing up. That's I I just I guess stuff mom and dad forgot to tell me, but I, I sure learned <laughs> it because I'm sitting there and I, it's I, not in the Lucky Lake news. Yeah, the first the first couple rides on those buses, my eyes were wide open. I'm going, what the hell's going on here? But no, it's uh. But you know what? That's what life's. That's what the fun part was. And there's you know once again though, no different than being shipped off to college. No, but and you see, you go to these initiation parties that we all went through. Things go bad, and I feel bad for people that that's done through. Yeah. But that was part of the growing up. And we didn't do stuff to hurt people. That was never the intentions. There was a part of growing up. It was a part of initiating into the process that you were, you were – it was almost like you were honored to make the team, and now you were going through this initiation, and then you were going to pass it on. And, you know, those things – and then you would sit on the bus, and you could – the thing, the stories you would tell about the nights that you had or, or whatever – that that was that was the fun part of life, and now it gets you go into social media and you're riding down a bus and some jackass the way the games play now they got their phone running and you, yeah you know every time someone's talking there's a phone on you for sake Christ's sake and so you know that's terrible. I go back to everything I've said so far here for it's no different than college. Exactly. I'm sorry, you go off to college, you're wide eyed and you're like holy shit, and then there's fraternities, then there's sororities, then there's this, there's parties, there there's hazing, there's all that. Now, for the hazing, I was never a fan of the physical hazing. I thought that was stupid. Uh, and that did happen, and I'm glad they they cleaned that up. Now, some of the hazing that goes on, the fun stuff that is irrelevant to a guy's physical, you know, well-being or a girl, whatever, for the sororities, then, you know, some of that is, is still fun. It is that, that maturation process. Yeah. But these guys who are young and play sports and all that, yes, they're higher profile because of the money they make. But that doesn't necessarily mean they have to make the different decisions in a college kid or they're not going to, you know, they grow up kind of the same way. Like yep. you're going to make mistakes. It's just that your mistakes are going to be on barstool sports or TMZ when you make yeah. them. Yeah. The only mistakes from a college kid is if God forbid it goes bad, real bad. And otherwise you don't hear about it. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you flunk out, you anything, go home, yeah. you got to answer to mom and dad or that's you not know, on barstool sports. No, it's not. That, yeah. that, I'll tell you what, though, what's he going to. Uh, it's uh, the cane thing, though. But God, how are you going to prove that nonsense? Well, that's, that's the, the oh. proof. Uh, who? Ex I don't know. This is just a headline thing. Yeah. I read the story just a little bit, and it just it looks like uh, that she really claims that there was an agreement in place. You know, obviously there's no contract, but yeah. there was a handshake agreement. She must have some validity to it. Yeah. You, that you think? <sighs> um, I don't know. I don't. It's weird. I feel bad for all parties involved because obviously there's a, a lot that's involved in it. Yeah, usually when you make a thing like that, you sit up there in front of the Senate and they talk about the Supreme Court shit, don't they? <laughs> oh, God. That's all we need is Kimby going political today. <laughs> yeah, no politics on the Blues NHL podcast. So here, before we get into the hockey stuff, uh, quick, how was Halloween last night? We got off on a tangent. Kimby went fucking crazy here early, so now we got. I want to back it off to Halloween because right. I know that... You were handing out candy. I know that you were handing out candy, were you? Yeah, well, it, it was different Chrome candy. He had no candy every year, day of the year, though. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> too. Usually from his white van. Yeah, down but, by the river. <laughs> so here, I got a story for you guys, okay? I got a question for you, because this happened to me last night in the Rivers neighborhood. We got the, you know, the fire pit out. We're handing out candy. Quiet little neighborhood. No big deal. Kids are all, everybody's having fun. And here's a question I got for you, and let me get through this. We got a kid who comes up, little wee kid, about three, four years old, uh, maybe five. And um, he's got, you know, he, he's got a policeman's outfit on. And he comes up and we're like, oh, happy Halloween, you know, all this stuff. And I reach into the little bag of candy and I throw him like three pieces of candy. 
well, I think three's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> this kid like turn looks up at me like mean mugging me. Like, is that all you fucking got? He's like, I see that whole bowl. Like, what the fuck are you doing here, right? So now as this has happened, I'm looking at this little shit and I'm going, he's mean mugging me. Like he's calling me out with his eyeballs right now. And I'm looking at him and now th down. things are going through my head. I'm looking down, I look at his pillowcase and it's pretty damn full, right? So now I'm evaluating. I'm like, wait a minute. Am I cheap? Has everybody else <laughs> been giving this kid way Born more five? candy? <laughs> or or is he mean mugging everybody and they feel bad and they throw him a little extra? Right? <laughs> so now, like, I'm in, I, I've got this predicament. And then, you know, like, the mom and dad are sitting there. And they're watching this happen. And I'm like, now, wait a minute. Are they in on it? Yeah. Like, they didn't look like they were physical fitness freaks by yeah. any means. So, like, now are they that's, like, hey, Junior, grab a few hey, extra candies that's because... That's their fucking candy. That's, that's right. right. So now it's like, <laughs> am I part of a ring here? Yeah. Like, they're literally, like, working me. So I stood my fucking ground. Yeah. I gave him three candies, gave him a little pat on the head, said, hey, happy Halloween. Good. And I, he little mean mugging yeah. little bastard, he walked away, and I was like, yeah, I win. You should have got back in there and said, hey, I gave you one too many. Let me get my there's, candy back. There's, right? There's, like, what would you do? Like, kid literally gonna, looked up at me like, is that it? I'm going to sound a little like Grinch here. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Imagine that, Grinch. the Grinch. So back in the day when Halloween was uh, Halloween, people from your neighborhood or blocks, three blocks, four blocks away, people you knew would come to your house, and they'd walk up to your house, and you'd sit there and you'd have to make them fucking sing or sing a song. I had to fucking do this nonsense back in Lucky. They'd get to sing a song. That's how and they would sit there and do this shit. <laughs> and, oh you're, and you're going, give me the goddamn candy. I don't want to sing a hey, song. But now I wish social media existed. This has opened the minute. possibilities of so much oh, here. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you were doing some singing? Yeah, oh, they made you sing and they made you oh, all kinds no. of shit. So anyway, so that goes on. And but that that's what people did, you know. That it was a small town, and now when it goes on, I, I don't. I tell you what, if I, I think we had over four hundred people at our our house giving candy. Wow! Up. And I bet you, I might have known twenty of the kids. Might have known twenty of them. So it's just, but people are coming. So the like the Halloween, and like Rip says though, eight of them come up. They got their bag up. I got I got one kid. He had his bag up, <laughs> throwing his bag. And while I'm, I'm handing kids the other one, he sneaks the other bag in there, and he's got this bag in there, so he's going to get two of them. Oh, going, see, it's not of, just me, Grover. Son of a bitch, you know. And, I, and he just, and I get to the point where I got, we got all this candy, and I said, <laughs> I almost want to just dump it all in one bag and say, get the hell out of here. Now. I'm out. Get I'm out. out. But I, oh. yeah. Then you go deal with this yeah. kid. He's got it all. Hey, did you come up with anything? I noticed as soon as he said he was singing that you went to YouTube oh. to see Kimball singing. Did you come up I'll, with anything? I'll no, see that on no, my way no, to no, Chicago no. tonight. Did you come up with anything? I was, I was actually going from that to uh I, I was looking at that because now when he's saying you know about all this that it kind of makes sense because <laughs> where i was reading up in canada that there's a weed shortage yeah <laughs> there is it's like it. no, it's I like a, a yeah. real big problem yeah and then it's so going so well huh? so it, 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 you know with my brain i decide i'm gonna just go investigating a couple <laughs> things and i come across an article and global news Lucky uh -oh. Lake, Saskatchewan, will be home to marijuana growing facility. Is that some of your farmland yep. up there? Yep. Look at that, right? Yep. So yep. we joked about you still it. Got some farmland up there, don't you? It, it used to be a used to be a potato farm. So that's had, what they said. Yeah, it used to be a potato farm. Well, so they got ran a lot of there, news on this. And they went down, yeah. and then they're into the from Spudco yeah. to grow marijuana. Yeah. Look at that. Imagine that. Hey, so. Uh, He's in on it, you this son him, of a bitch. Hey, I should have been. You should have been. Hey, been. You've let him off way too easy. What was your go-to song here when they wanted you to sing? Oh no, they would just have. They would. They would make a 
song up. It wasn't my go-to. They would say, sing this song. And so you'd have to sit there and try to sing a fucking song of something. So, And if you didn't know it, they wouldn't give you the candy. So <laughs> what you're saying here is if we throw a song out, you got it covered? No, I don't know if I got it covered, but it, no, I, I'm pretty good on the old shit, you know. They looked over and they, they always looked at the kid beside him and they said, wow, what's your bull's name? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was thinking of a song when I was coming up here because I was watching the, on the radio they had the blueser uh, what is it uh, ladies nights November twelfth uh, or something like that this is coming up November 9th or twelfth ladies night out and I was I was thinking I wonder if they'll play Beyonce song all the single ladies all the single ladies oh my <laughs> god yeah you see we talked about having to have video in here. <laughs> Kimby's got black spandex on right now. What a bodysuit! No, I don't yeah. have on now. You know what? <laughs> no, hey, I don't. Hang on. I, Just pray to God. Ball, hey, I don't wear the ball huggers. Hey, I hey, do not do praying that. Praying to God those little <laughs> clips underneath don't snap open. <laughs> I got three strings on. No ball hugging tonight. <laughs> hey, I, I, I got to tell you. I tweeted out earlier. There's been no blues games this week. There's no telling where this show will go. We're off the rails. I have no already. idea. <laughs> oh yeah. I when I tweeted that out, I thought you know we'll probably say some crazy. You know, do this. I had no idea we'd get a Beyonce impersonation from Kimby. From Kimby. That was like, pretty hey, good. Hey, hey, that was pretty good. Let's get off for a second. So back in the probably when you were about 20 years old, Chromes, yeah. they come out with the spandex. I think that's when they started flowing. Probably around that age. Don't you think? Did you did you ever did you ever go and I know guys that did this I never did but do you know guys that did this did they maybe throw a sock down there to make it look more impressive or did you Cromer threw a chapstick down there <laughs> he figured anything was an improvement no I figured <laughs> a chapstick know. <laughs> you know that uh, that means it's hard <laughs> it was better than the thimble he had in there before no <laughs> never did that. Hey, oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> and that's the first time this man's been speechless in my whole life. I don't know what a, yeah. you don't know what the fucking say right now. And I've right known now. him for a long time, and this man can talk as much as my wife, and he don't know what to say. <laughs> that's a great sight. We'll have to find a picture of uh, Cromer in spandex. Well, I, well, I'm. I'm. I am speechless. So <laughs> I, I never did that. Not Is it the spandex and the chapstick. Well, what I the mean, hell was it? I, uh, I, Either way, it was an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, so hey, since we're off the rails here, well, okay, we are off the rails. Since we're off the rails, <laughs> I wanted to. I watched a movie the other day. Of course, it's a feel-good movie, right? The movie Alive. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dancing with the Wolves or something. Like that. No, 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 no. You like that one. I, I did. That's long. I like that movie, but it's so long. I tried to find one lines in there to come back with you in your language, so I, I just can't get it. Uh, see, I'm not going to divulge my secrets how to find those. <laughs> I'm going to make you work for that. But no, So here's a good question for you, Cromer yeah. and Kimby, is, and we, you know, we've had our cuddle session oh, before, Jesus. right, where we go down the line. The movie Alive, as I'm watching it, and for those who don't know or haven't seen it, it's it's based on a true story. There's a plane crash, and the survivors are up in the Alps, I believe, or something like that. And it's they, the whole reason I don't fly. It's uh, and they have to resort to eating each other. People uh -oh. who pass away. Uh -oh. You've never seen this movie? <laughs> no, I've no. seen this movie. So yeah, they literally have to make a decision at one point of, okay, uh, we're out of food. There's nothing to do. There's dead bodies here. Yeah. As much as, you know, we're not believing, we're not believing in cannibalism, like yeah. we have to live here. Yeah. So they make the decision to start eating, I guess, their friends uh -oh. that are passed away. Uh -oh. So in order, Chromes, if we had to eat uh -oh, people in now. this room. Uh, where's Gary when you need him? 
<laughs> You've went way. I, I no, but it just sprung. Like you know, we've talked about these things, and I was watching a movie, and I'm like, you know what? Like, who would you? Cho- how would you choose who you'd eat first? You, like, you don't have to kill them. They're already dead. Like, you're not going to take me. I won't be chosen first year because I'm the skinny one, so I'm not going to go oh first. Oh, my God. You guys he got more meat. Weight. You guys he got more meat weight. on your bones, so that's He's what's going to happen. Lose some weight, buddy. Trust me. And this, and the, you're going to go to the head, like the big part, but that's empty inside, so that's not going to do you no good. Yeah, but you want you want muscle. No, I'm going to. Well, muscle now. Okay. I'm going to take I'm that. The top again. So I'm going to take that skull and make a teepee <laughs> out of it. We can fit four people in there and be just fine. You talked about eating, not sleeping now. I know, but you talked about your empty skull. I was like, it's perfect. It's like an igloo. I, uh, I'd be out because I wouldn't be able to sit there. I would be the one that left and went and tried to do something and died. Yeah, but then we'd end up eating you. Oh, I'd be gone. You wouldn't see yeah, Okay, but you, I'm gone. You didn't answer my question. I can't answer it. How you are you going to survive? How are you going to survive? I'd be dead. I, I wouldn't oh, so be you able would, to sit in the plane. You would rather, he's the guy who's not going to play nicely so here. you would rather die than than eat but i'd be gone that's what i'm telling well, you the person okay. the person's already ADD, dead though neither on, could you on. you couldn't have done it either what eat somebody no 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 you wouldn't have been able to sit at the site <laughs> no well you could eat somebody there's no doubt about that oh, hang on. you wouldn't have been able to stay at the plane you would have take taken off trying to go find okay, but a way that's out. not my question all right so here You've got. So you're hiking then. We're you've got hiking. an electric fence. <laughs> okay? You've got an electric fence around you, and there's you, and a couple of friends or whatever. And Kimby and I are already dead, and you guys are sitting around. Who are you picking first to eat? Hmm. And Kimby, you better start. I can see your wheels are spinning over there. Uh, I got mine. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> uh. I don't know. This, I like the Playboy question better. Oh, I <laughs> know. We go back to talking about better. Playboy. Okay, we'll come back to you. Yeah, come back to Eating me. the Playboy? Christ is that what you want? You're going to eat the Playboy now? Yes. Oh, my God. I got you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I will tell you what. Are there any women on the plane? Of my current. Of my current. <laughs> it's just us three. Son of a bitch. Just the way my life's been going lately. I'm, I'm eating ribs first is who I'm eating. <laughs> just for the shit that I'm dealing with. And I'm, this is my way of getting back. And I'm eating them slow, too. That's <laughs> going slow. Toenail at a time. I'll, I'll go right through the whole damn thing. You know what? I, now That's that you say delicacy. that, I'm going Rivers, too. Yes! Only because he's got so much Red Bull in him that I will have energy to live. Yeah, but you get, you get on the inner side of that. Whatever else has been in there, you guys bring you down. Have no, it's like the finest caviar available, right? You guys are smart. Oh All right, boy. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna eat Kimball first. <laughs> All you, right. Of course he of is. Of course. I mean, for various reasons. One, we skin them. We got blankets. Okay. <laughs> Two, we've already determined that we've got an igloo up top that we hollow that thing out, which seems like it won't be very laborious to do that. And then whatever's left over, we can spread out for the next couple of years. <laughs> See, also, though, now, Larry, I'll, I'll no, go. no, you don't now get to I, fight back. Because so now, if you're going to go with ribs, so here's, here's I just got to finish up on my last part. Oh, he, now he's got to. You ever been to a restaurant where you're eating food and you get a fucking hair in your mouth? You your food? <laughs> oh, Doesn't no. that just fucking. So with ribs, we, we don't got much going on up there, so I'm not going to get any hair in my mouth. So I'm just gonna, he's a manscaper, but he, he went on top of it, too. It depends where you start with your eating. <laughs> <laughs> not your ass. <laughs> What were you watching that Alive was on? Uh, I was on I don't, TV. I, I don't it know. does come on every now yeah. and again late at night. It was really weird one time when we had it as an in-flight movie. <laughs> yeah, who does that now? <laughs> who does that? Jesus. Air out of business. Hey, there's a great question for you guys. All your years of playing, 
All your years of playing. We were talking the other night because I don't fly, but, you know, all these other guys that I'm friends with, they fly every day almost. You guys ever have any bad, yep. bad, bad uh, ways up in the air? I, I got one for you. So I think I'm probably my second year in the league. Maybe I'm in, we're in Quebec, and we flew Air Ontario all the time. Air, we played in Buffalo. That's back in the day when the Adams Division, you go to Montreal, the Buffalo, Hartford. Hartford. Yeah. You'd run around, so you'd jump on a little puddle jumper that would fit like 30 guys or whatever was going to seat, and the equipment goes under there. It was like a, a, a little version of a charter is what it was. But So you'd get that. And you would fly into these places. Well, Quebec gets, you know, you get probably 20 feet of snow during the winter at some point in time. So we're coming back from, I'm, I'm not sure where, I thought it was Buffalo we're coming back from. And we're sitting back in the back of the plane and, uh, you know, all, everyone's goofing around. Joey Sackick was, uh, he was right to the right of me, I think. And Mario Marois was there and Guy Lafleur was on the plane, actually. And we're all screwing around. And actually, Joey Sackick was against the window because he's the one that sort of uh, alarms us to it. <laughs> so we're coming and we're coming in to land into Quebec. And the plane's coming down, and, you know, it's a big storm, but we've always flown in on a storm. It's, it's, they've always, they were always pretty good at their shit. You, you thought they were anyway, and they are going <laughs> to land this plane. So we're coming down, and probably just before the plane, you know, about three seconds before the plane's going to touch ground, Joey Sackick's looking out his uh, window, and, he, and Joey goes, we're going to miss the fucking runway. And we're going, well, what? <laughs> as soon as he said we're going to miss the runway, the plane fucking did a fucking a big turn. <laughs> And it's almost like the the wing of the fucking plane hit the ground. It was it was it, it come that it felt like it come that close. He went, he turned it, and he turned back on, and there wasn't a word said on that fucking plane till the next day. Everyone was set there, they were white as a ghost, and no one knew what the hell just happened. You thought oh you were my dead, God. and that's but it come down, and he and it just and when Joey Sackey said that, he goes, "We're gonna miss the runway." The plane boop went, turned, and he got back and he landed it safely, so we didn't. Uh, Nothing bad happened, but yeah, there wasn't a word said on that plane. We went out, and you know, you got your bags, went out to your car, and no one talked about nothing. It was just gone, silent as quiet. Is that the air. only bad flight you ever had? I, I had All some down. Years? I had some down where you come down, and the back end would fly out, but nothing, nothing bad like that. No, no. We but, had one <clears throat> when I was here with the Blues, and we were flying to Detroit, and it was either right before Christmas or right after. I just remember it was right at that time of year in Detroit. Obviously, weather's a little different than St. Louis, so. Where everything's going fine, and then the report about halfway. Weather's not great in Detroit, so whatever. And then we're forced when we get closer to circle around and kind of try to wait the weather out. Well, we, I believe we were going from one game to the next, so we were playing the next day in Detroit. And it's getting late now because we we lost an hour. You know, we're ahead an hour in that. And finally, the pilot goes, "Well, we have a little bit of a pocket here." We're going to try and land this thing. Now, what the pilot didn't tell us, but the Stewies were telling us, was that the wind is pushing us around like 100 feet at a time, like downward, upward, whatever. And so as we're landing, you can feel the plane like going woof, like pushed down, right? So yeah. Ed, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, I think it clicked for all of us, is that if this thing pushes down when we're 30 feet from the ground, but it pushes us down 100 feet we're in trouble. Yeah. This is not. It's like running the hundred meter dash in an eighty yard stadium, right? Doesn't work out very well. Yeah. And so, Holly's sitting there, and Holly hated to fly as it was, and he had his. I mean, he had his hands wrapped around, and he was sweating, and he was 
MF and everything, and it was brutal. And we come in and we drop like woo, and then we go back in, and we had to go back up again and circle around. And at this point, like we're like, fuck it, go back to St. Louis, give them the two points. At that point, Detroit was pretty good, anyways, right? So, anyways, we we it was a long time in the air, and we finally found a pocket. And the and when we went to land. You know, it, it dropped us, and then he, like, pulled up, and then we landed, and then we went ass out sideways, and then back, and then we thrusted, and we're running out of runway. And like wow. you said, that place went quiet. We're like, woof, nothing. And then guys, like, grabbed their shit, like, whoa. Like, we got out of one there. Jeez. My uh, my, my wife, she was Rams cheerleader back in the day, you know, when Warren and them, they won the Super yeah. Bowl and all that. So she it's goes a modest up. drop there, eh, Kimby? Yeah, she goes a modest over. drop. Just here, here, here. By the way, boom. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> she goes over to uh, Tokyo for the the army guys and the, you know the yeah. tours they have the whatever they're called those tours. So she's over there. So like there's six or seven girls that are over there. Whatever there was, they're flying back. So they leave out in Japan. They're about six hours into their flight. I think it's like a twelve hour flight coming back to LA. They, that's where they stop LA and then they would come LA to here. So she's out there. This plane drops like uh, it's, they said, like about five thousand feet. That it, it goes down to drop. All the oxygen masks come down, and all oh everything's God. there. And my wife, she don't, she don't like flying either. So she's sitting there, and they go, "We're going to continue on." That, that after they stabilize it, we're going to continue on. So you're flying all the way to. You got another six hours to travel on this plane. Well, it just dropped, and the ma- masks and that are all sitting down there. And they get to L- they got to LA, and when they got there. The other cheerleaders ended up staying there. My wife got on the plane and she come back to St. Louis, but the other ones couldn't get on the plane. They were just uh, freaked she, out. She that said bad, she, huh? Yeah, well, yeah. And now she goes to this day to get her on a plane. It's just like you almost got to sedate her and get her on the damn thing because she don't want nothing to do with it. Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah. Jeez>, <laughs> and I got that stuff to sedate. Yeah, that's what it's saying. That's the same way it gets her into the bedroom every night. That's, that's right right by bump. the dresser drawer. <laughs> hey, honey, does this rag smell funny? <laughs> Speaking of the bedroom. Speaking of the bedroom, <laughs> we have gone way past throwing octopuses on the ice, too, by the way. Oh, like they do in Detroit. Did you see what they threw on the damn field at the football game the other night? No. I, I know you've got it written this. down. I got it written down, yeah. yeah. I didn't see this. You haven't seen this? No. They, now, this has happened in a couple of different places. It's oh, this is, this is a thing. Yeah, this is a thing right oh, now. Okay, where I was unaware. People are throwing large. College or NFL? All over the place. Okay. It happened. Uh, <laughs> It happened in a college hockey game, NFL football, and I believe it happened at the World Series, but they they talked about it but didn't have footage of it, is people are throwing, um, let's just say the dildos. Uh-oh. Uh, on, Uh-oh. On the playing service. Uh-oh. Like, they're taking them, Uh-oh. and they're, they're not Cromer ones, you know, chapstick. <laughs> they're throwing them like they're the ones that are... You know, like fire hydrants, you Uh-oh. know, like hitting the friggin' thing. And, like, the referees and everybody always walk over, and they're like, oh, it's out. And then they, you see them, like, back off, like, oh. <laughs> like, like beauty t- in the pool, like yeah, Caddyshack. Because like, you know, you got to think automatically the guy's brain is like, yeah, is it right out of the wrapper or not? Like, I have no well, idea. And you see the referee, like, kick it one time, and then it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. I'm did done. Did you see the football one? The guy that picked it up, like, got a – Got a towel out. And, yeah, you like, like literally almost had a hazmat like, suit like on. Somebody, like, yeah. I mean, it was straight out of Caddyshack. What's, what's the reasoning for it? Do you know? I don't did, know. Did someone That's, just start it? I have no idea. Somebody started it. I was hoping Ribs had more information. No, I don't. I was, I was just, I, I was just throwing it out there. Boom. Well, well, let's let's leave. Let's, let's yeah. quit throwing it out. There. I don't want to see that at any games, but I thought it was pretty funny that I saw it at a hockey well, game. We're throwing baseball. shit on the ice. We're throwing Uh-oh. shit there too. I never see it. I, yeah, yeah. Keep I mean, doing it till I see it, people. Oh God! Oh Jesus! There it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. 
Well, I mean, we don't want to get. Uh, we, we, I mean, we've gone completely. Uh, yeah, well, we have yet to talk about what we're actually supposed <laughs> to talk about. I tried to get on the blues. I See, talked about this, the power eh? play. You guys yeah. gave me about 10 seconds. See, yeah. Kimby's been hiding behind some medication, I think, or something, eh? Because <laughs> Red Bull, man. He's got, the, uh, he's got the Jamie's ADD today. <laughs> Poor bastard. Red Bull got to me. Look at that. You, de- you, you I, crushed I, I, a couple of these before you show got This has to go down. He, he should tape this, and his wife should get a hold of this because he's speechless. Speechless. He didn't know what to say. I've never seen that from that man before. He's pretending oh, he's busy one. over here. Well, I'm just answering some Twitter questions from people. <laughs> oh yeah. All um, right, let's go. All right. So, uh, Kimby, you were uh, you were not here, but it sure looks like um, uh, Jamie put it out there, and it. I, I tell you, I don't. I, I don't. Jamie, we talked about it. The fans really want this event to happen <laughs> with uh, with you and Kimby, and maybe a guest. Or, oh yeah, yeah, the live event. We're gonna do a live event. I um, want to do it now. Now that people seem interested, I think it'd be a fun time. Uh, we've had uh, a little bit of dialogue with the possibility of a venue, but I think it'd be fun. Yeah, I think so too. It was you uh, know, we get me, you, a couple of guys we know, and yep. we kind of go from there. Go shoot the shit, and yeah, uncuffed, and away you go. Uncuffed, yes, uncuffed, uncuffed. Have you been? That, there's a good question before we go. Have you been cuffed? Uh, yep. No, I haven't. No. Never? No. Look at the size of those wrists. Yeah. They have to be no. custom made. No. <laughs> Never at a brawl brawl after the game? Oh, by the by the cops. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've done <laughs> we that. didn't yeah. mean by your wife. <laughs> I mean by your wife. I can't bring those I can't bring that out. She's doing that to me now. The worst oh, yeah. part is is he sat there and thought about it for a second too. <laughs> by the by the popos? Yeah, the popos got me many times. They've got me a few times. Really? Oh yeah. In the league? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, shit, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Can you imagine? You know, what they did is they saw him stick handling, and they said enough of that. <laughs> they they said, fuck it, we're putting handcuffs on this They caught guy. me over by the uh, Pops one night, and they got me over there one night. So. Oh, really? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. When you were here? Yeah, Boomers, was, boomers another night, yeah. He was looking for uh, a Just, church for the late mass. Yeah, it was late. It was, uh, I, t- I made a wrong turn. I was going to a church, and I made a wrong turn. <laughs> Never that never came out in the media. No, no imagine hands by that go exactly what we talked about. Yeah, one Was of it them, a little brawl. One of them cost me some money one time. A little yeah. brawl, uh, just me and a guy. Yeah, the typical one fan. was that. Yeah, one was just a uh, couldn't get functioning. <laughs> <laughs> you had a, the motor was chugging. Yeah, yeah. The brain went dead. And uh, did did you deal with that a lot? Guys wanting to try you brain out in the going bar. Dead. Uh, in the summertime, back where I was from. When I was younger, I did it all the time. We, you know, it was a Friday. It was Friday night fights, is what it was. Yeah, and, uh, I went and uh, we'd go and um, guys wanting to fight the tough guy. Type yeah, thing. there was that was part going through junior hockey for sure. And when you you know, and I'm not. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Darren Kimball was more than willing to fight. The, you know, I was that was fun. I was having fun, and uh, that's what we did. And you drink booze, you had fun. So <laughs> we now he's right. It happened to everybody, especially through junior hockey. Uh, in these p- small towns yeah. too, and you get the guys who look over and like a little pissant, you know, junior hockey player, blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. It happens, but the best one that I've ever personally come across was we're in a bar here, and a guy walked up to Twister, and this <laughs> is like when <laughs> this is when he's you know in his heyday, like where he's throwing cinder blocks for fun, you know, and this guy's like, uh, hey. I, w- I want to go. Let's go. You know, let's see how freaking tough you are, Tony Twist. <laughs> Twister goes, okay, we'll do that. He goes, but here's the deal. I want you to get a thousand dollars cash, 
And he goes, you're going to put it over here. You're going to pay me $1,000. <laughs> and the guy's like, why? He goes, because I get paid to fight. I don't fight losers for free. <laughs> and he goes, I certainly don't knock guys out for free. So he said, you're going to give me $1,000. And then he goes, you have a really great story. You can tell everybody, everybody who's here and anybody who's not here and when they visit you in the hospital, <laughs> he says, you can tell them. I paid $1,000 to have Tony Twist kick my fucking face in. <laughs> and he goes, at that point then, I'll do it for you. He goes, if you don't have $1,000, I'm not beating the shit out of you. <laughs> and the great. guy would look at him and be like, kind of like, okay. Now yeah. He's, like, now he's screwed mentally. You know? I like my cousin Vinny, remember that? It's <laughs> like, I don't want to pay 1000 bucks, but he's probably ready. He's going to kick the side of my face in here. <laughs> and Twister was a guy too. Like, you know, can be back in the no, bar yeah. fights. He oh, would yeah. kick a guy in the side of the so, head. So I kick many too. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's, <laughs> yeah, you see that stuff. And, but nowadays, if you saw that happen, it would be, you know, all up. over the place. Yeah. Hey, so while we're on that in the bar scene there, read that thing I sent you there, put that out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. We yeah. We got well, I was going to say, I, I got I cut was, out of some was, deal here. Apparently. I was a little um, bit. Little I'm bit. dragging Kimby your into penalty, deals. Your penalty minutes didn't get up that high. So you couldn't uh, get to a good I've point. Got a it's a good point. Unbelievable little thingy here. I, I, I found, and I'm talking to Kimby about it. And he lets me in on a little secret that, you know, the guy's famous. We know that, right? Oh, He's famous. In my own mind, yes. 100% famous. <laughs> he is, I mean, I think for a hockey player to be immortalized, you've got certain things you probably did in your career. Immortalized? Wait, what are okay. we talking about here? All right. I mean, <laughs> Hall of Fame the type stuff. Was immortalized. But, for, yeah, a, but, yeah. but for, a, for a hockey player, I mean, is there anything better than to have your own beer? Shut up. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. My, Shut My up. friend, Jim Corsica, who I worked with at AB, who now owns O'Fallon Breweries. Wait a minute. I know Jim Corsica. Yeah. Yeah. The penalty box variety 12-pack. We've got the Jansen 55. Okay. We got the Kimball 29, and we got the Chasers 39, and then we got Whistler Wheat. Now, Kimball, you're Lord. a golden ale. Yes. You are a golden ale. Jansen is an amber ale. Chase is a lager, left hook lager, your knockout gold nail, and Jansen's roundhouse amber ale, and then the Whistler Wheat. Um, this is pretty interesting. As I like I said, I, I know Jim very well, he's a great beer guy, and he retired and decided to do this. And this is a, a different like this is a different style of beer. This is like very popular now. now can Kimball go out, can people go out and say I got fucking Kimballed last <laughs> Yeah. That's the thing. Hey, That's what we're going K with. Kimball's gonna do that too. Yeah. We gotta you gotta start your own your own clothing line now. So, I got Kimballed. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I was. He sent me this, and I'm sitting here, and I'm like, "This is from Jim Corsica. Holy cow! I had, I had no idea what he was doing here." And then I find out that you know this is a this is a really cool thing. Got your career highlights on here, 88 to 95. Oh, look at over this. Over 1,000 penalty minutes, 113 career fights. Huh? Loves beer. We love beer. We Shocker. love beer. <laughs> we love beer. Uh, tell us a little bit about this, Kimmy. How'd this come about? Yeah, Not this is your infomercial. Sell yeah, it. Yeah, sell no, it, this baby. Is, this is, uh, so Chaser gave me a call, and he said, uh, we got this thing going on. They want to do this penalty box, and Cam was there, and Chaser was there, and you know, they uh, so they're gonna put about five. I don't know, twenty five hundred to five thousand cases. They're gonna do, and they're gonna, gonna run. It sounds like judging, in the, this is you know, they're gonna make a run, and if it goes well, they'll make another. They'll batch. come back again yeah, next year. Uh, yeah. So Kimball's gonna have twenty five hundred cases of Kimball in his garage. I <laughs> <laughs> might it all. The guy played in the NHL. He played with his. <laughs> he played with his idol, and now he's calling home, going, "I made it." I, I made, made it, it, but I, I made it. So I saw that though, and it come out. And so it's going to come into Illinois, Missouri, and sometime in the middle of November, or later November, it's coming. But 
It's uh, I, I thought it was pretty neat. You know, it's uh, it is really it, cool. It's you, awesome. You get a little thing around the beer, and uh, so it's it's pretty neat. It's uh, something that you can look back on and show your kids, and uh, they can uh, hopefully don't go into the beer, but they can look at it and think it's pretty neat. <laughs> well, it looks like um, too they've they've relocated their brewery, and I think I passed it the other. I just happened to be that way last week, and I was like, holy cow, what's that? And it looks like they've got a place over Maryland Heights, well, he, and he's invited us over. Yeah, he invited and, us over, but I don't know the what is. And I, that's why I t- called you last night, Chromes, and I said, uh, and I said to you, maybe. Oh, we another one of these secret calls. No, but I said maybe that. Oh yeah, we were talking about you on. Your I said maybe this is what Ribs is talking about, going out and talking to people. I don't know what kind of area this guy's got, or it could have been in something like that, where it's a forum where you got some booze going on, and, yeah. you, and you know. But I, but I don't know what he's got for a building, so I haven't seen it yet. Well, it looks it's decent size. I saw it. I mean, obviously they're doing. I'm sure, judging by what I saw when I drove past it, uh, judging by how these things usually go, it looks like they probably got a storefront. A bar. It's an on-premise uh, facility, and then I'm sure they're brewing in the back or packaging yeah. or something. But I mean, it could it, be something we could look sure, into. Sure, absolutely. And he's a when and he, he gives the. I'm sure it's this. I'm sure it yeah. means he has no idea. Oh no! Now see, hey, listen. <laughs> I hang have on a no second. Idea. Hang on a second. You want to talk about hockey? I will say, okay. You're the. You want to talk about beer? <laughs> Wait a minute. Stuff? That's me. Okay. <laughs> I'm the pro here when it comes to that. But see, yeah, so we're we're trying to cover all these brewing things because I, yeah. I know Ribs is going after one too on the. I saw him on Twitter. Where was that? What's that? Center Ice. Center, Center Ice. Ice. Yeah. 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 Steve Albers. Yeah. So, Great guy. Uh, there's, like I said, well, we'll it could be venue. more than one place. Yeah. I mean, these are not, you know, massive venues. So, shit, I'd love to do yeah. story time. Well, this yeah. is a pretty cool thing that you're, that, uh, like I said, that's a, that's a, that's a really yeah, nice thing you're throw doing. Throw that, maybe that box, that picture on that box and throw it out there. Yeah, we just, will. Uh, we'll throw it out there. Now, here's the thing. Here's a question I got about this Kimball beer, okay? Uh-oh. And this just went through my head. Kimball beer. Yeah, I'm looking at it, right? Kimball's, so, hey, it's knockout gold name. I've already talked about getting Kimballed, right? So, one, I've already given you a tagline. You pay me later. Second is, and this may work out to your it's disadvantage. Like about my head here. Okay, <laughs> is you know how you have buckets of beer, right? <laughs> so you could have. Yeah. What happens here is you've got the Jansen bucket, the Chase bucket, and then the Kimball cooler, right? Because that's pretty much where we're headed. The CCM cooler. No, no, that's no, no, where no, you're no, headed. No, that's not where we're headed. That's no, where you're headed. Because yours would be more popular. Because when you get a bucket of Jansen or a bucket of Chase, it's six beers. When you get a bucket of when you get a bucket of Kimball, it's ten. You yeah. get a case. You get a case in that bucket. Just imagine. See, I just take the punishment on this. I one just think. Be a great promo. Oh, I think this you is, might be able to sell more really beer, cool, man. <laughs> this is really cool. No, um, it, it is. It come across again. It, it looks good anyway. So we'll see yeah. what happens. And it's going to go. Some of the stores in Illinois are going to have it, and some in Missouri. Well, so I'll tell you what. I guarantee you this is I will be buying some Kimball beer. <laughs> I will I get Kimballed <laughs> just because. So will I. Yeah. Uh, my guess. Uh, my best guess is uh, if everything things haven't changed that much, as I I still have that old bug that I can't go to a store and not look at the beer aisle. I'm, I'm sure it'll probably be in Deerberg, Schnucks, yeah. places like that. Um, so again, I, I Amazon. think this will be Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> hey, I ordered uh, I ordered some ketchup chips from Amazon. Oh my god! Paid twelve bucks for them to get fly them over here on a drone. <laughs> twelve bucks. Twelve bucks for ketchup chips. Now they're the, the box ones. So, oh okay. You know, I thought you paid for one bag. I was like, holy <laughs> shit! I've got some. Oh, my mom sent me a bag. Of chips. Go get some plain hey, chips. Me. For I got chips for you. <laughs> <laughs> 12 bucks. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, I got them Amazon over. No have wonder you... this guy's handling it on the business side of it. <laughs> Last question. Have you sampled the. No, I have not. Not yet? He was. Uh, he said he's getting. Re- well, of course, they're going to send it to you, he yeah. says here. Yeah, he, was, uh, he was in the process of doing it where he, they were making it and all that. So he's. Uh, yeah, he's going to send me some. So I go. will sample. Well, it's a quality product. I, anybody in this area. Uh, 
we sold it. You know, they had a great relationship with with AB, so all the AB wholesalers had signed exclusive agreements to distribute it for them. And let me tell you, it you know we sold the crap out of it because yeah. people were people are really into that style of beer now and things like that. It was yeah. never really my cup of tea, but it was you know I'm more of a Budweiser guy. But this stuff is really hot and popular, and yeah. you're famous again. Yes. Holy shit! Yeah, we'll put a, a few of them up on the bar, and uh, I can tell someone that comes by a uh, crazy story, you know. Oh, well, that won't be hard. I was gonna say. I mean, what? Hey, I mean, what in the hell have we been doing the last hour and ten minutes for Pete's sakes? That's without beer. Oh my god! Should we talk anything? I mean, I, well, well, hang on. We got Vegas in town got for Vegas. Pete's sakes. That's Ryan Reeves is here. Yeah. Who the heck's gonna go toe to toe with him tonight? Nobody. 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 <laughs> Barbara Chef. Maybe Baruby. Baruby's <laughs> your best bet. Reaver's a goal scorer now. Yeah, Had three goals his last four games. Power it's going to be goal? a, you know what though, it is a good test for the Blues because it's uh, I, I at the start of the season, I, I think you're on board with them probably continuing on what they did last year, weren't you? Being a top notch team in the in the league. Oh, I thought they actually, you know, they suffered some injuries, but I thought they even improved. Yeah, exactly. They added Stasny and Pacioretty, and yeah. they've re-signed Revo. It's like I thought, holy shit, this is going to be a team again that's going to make noise. And they're and they're throwing money. They've been signing these guys for good money, and so I, you know, they got off their rough start, I believe, and I think. They're coming down. They're they're getting back on the side, aren't they? They maybe hey, winning a few games here. Yeah, I mean they're they're in the mix. So, but it's a it's a team that if they're anything like they were last year, it's it's going to be in your face hockey, and they're coming to get you. And uh, and it's not like a like uh, they talk about. I was listening to Cam the other day. But he says Reeves is lighting guys up left and right here, like three or four hits a game, big ones. So you're going to have that mentality coming at you. So um, it's going to be a good test for the Blues to see what the, to step up here and see what these guys got. And it's going to be interesting to see also where well who plays. And where they play, yeah. because since the last game, uh, we've had what Cairo sent down to the minors. We've had Fabry come up, Gunnarsson come up, Sojnikov's up. So there's guys. Some they, there's an odd man out here For somewhere, sure. or sure. maybe two. And so we'll see who they put in the lineup and how that reacts. How you know because they just came off a big win, yeah. and now they're going back into another game and they got a different lineup and. So we'll see. There's a lot of questions here to be answered. I bet you the place is full tonight, though, too, because I think a lot of people jumped on the – not jumped on, but followed Vegas after the run they made last oh, year. Oh, yeah. So I know a lot of people that I know over on the Illinois side that a lot of them would go out to Vegas and experience a game out there and that. So I'm pretty sure there's a pretty good following for Vegas. Around. It's good following. It's uh, a good storyline uh, in a lot of ways. They're yeah. a team that plays fast, plays hard. Ryan Reeves, you know, not that he's going to sell out a building, but there are, you know, a number of fans that will want to see him play. Yep. There's people that are going to want to see the matchup. There's people that want to see Fabry play his yep. first game. Like, there's a lot of things going sure. on here. For sure. Yeah, it'll be. I'm sure, like you said, it'll be crowded. People are hungry. No game. And you hope, and you know, Tarasenko too. You know, he come yeah. off. Of, so he finally two goals comes out of the closet, out of the hiding spot, and yep. you know, he gets three goals. So let's see yeah. if he can continue. You that. weren't you weren't here, but we talked about it. I mean, I, you know, I know you've been on him. I brought it up, and and I think a lot of people have been on him. I, you got to take your hat off. I mean, for sure, guy, guy, guy steps up, says, "Hey," and you know, he did what he did for Jake Allen that time. He said, "Hey, we don't have a problem with this coach. This isn't the coach, isn't the problem." And all these guys in here, and we're this, and we're that, mm-hmm. and we're gonna. Sh- and then he actually come out. And like I said, I it wasn't he answered Mark, it. Wasn't Mark Messier guaranteeing? Well, no, he didn't guarantee. Anything, but, but he actually but he did say we're gonna come out and show <laughs> that we're we're better than this. Exactly. And they come out, and he he played well, and. Yep. You so know, hopefully now, he continues that. Well, though. that would be the thing, yeah. right? I mean, that's all of them. For, for, yep. for This yeah. is why I say it's going to be interesting is because we're coming off an emotional high, a yep. big win. Key contributors, Tarasenko, O'Reilly, these guys all played a great game. Barbashev steps up at the end of the game, throws down a little bit, 
you know, which was awesome. But now fast forward to tonight, Thursday night, what are we looking at? Is Barbashev even going to be in the lineup? Yeah, that was... As crazy as that sounds, I know, but is he going to be in the lineup? Is Tarasenko going to repeat? Is Jake Allen going to play? We don't know anything. So, quite honestly, guys, I, I'm, I'm really excited to watch this game because I have no idea what they're going to be coming with. Yeah, I'm, You know what? My biggest thing thinking of what's been going on here in the last while, and I'm looking at it with how O'Reilly's been playing is just phenomenal. You know, he's putting putting numbers up to... Uh, if you get him, and I'm not saying Shen's not playing good at all. Shen does his job. He comes in, but them two guys running, I think you got you got a, a elite number two guys there. Well, holy shit! Look yeah. at it, right? You yeah. got the O'Reilly line with Perron, yeah. and I don't know how many points Perron has, but he's got to be about t- close to the team lead mm-hmm. on our team. And then Sanford, who's been playing lights out since he's come up, exactly. Then you drop down to the Shen Schwartz Tarasenko line. Yep. Then you drop down to. Bozak, Maroon, Steen, or Fabry. Who knows? Like yeah. it, 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 the depth good. is looking pretty good right now. Yeah, th- Looks like uh, scratches tonight are Schmaltz, Soshnikov, and Barbashev. So Barbashev comes out. Now, you know, <sighs> God, I understand why. Because what, what do you mean you understand gonna, why? He was going to try to beat the guy up, so he got pulled up. No, but yeah, the, but that's my problem with it, right? <laughs> is is you, I don't know. It's tough. I don't want to be critical because. Who's going in there for him? Fabry. Sunquist. What's that? What's the fourth line? Fabry, Thomas, Sunquist. So Fabry's taking. Oh, so they're putting Thomas back in then. Yeah. Oh, they're leaving Thomas. Yeah, okay, or they're leaving yeah. Thomas yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah. Thomas okay. and Sunquist are staying in. Yeah, that's right. Sunquist. And so Fabry game. takes Barbashev out. That's yeah. Uh, it's tough. You know. Hopefully, there was a discussion there between coach and player, and he, you know, discussed how much he appreciated his effort. I know he after the game the other night, Mike Yo discussed how much he liked the physicality and the emotion from Barbashev. Hopefully, there was a discussion there saying, look at. We got a guy who hasn't played in two years. We got to try and find him a spot. We got a guy who hasn't played because of injury in Sunquist. We got a kid. We have to make a decision on here. Yeah. So please, if you could, it'll be. It's interesting though because Fabry's not a fourth line play. You're not going to play him at a fourth line spot. You know, it's just not. That's not where he's. Gonna no, end up. but you know what I see <coughs> is. No, I'm just, I know where he's at. I'm, I'm just throwing it to be interesting. You know, going you're going to have to get his feet wet, for right? Sure, for like, sure. And and if he comes out flying in the first game, he looks great. I don't think it'll take long before Mike Yo upgrades him somewhere in the lineup. Yep. It yeah. is interesting, though, as you look at it, where do you upgrade him to? I mean, well, you upgrade him to whoever may not be going that night. That's just a fact. So if Maroon, as much as I love Patty, and I, well, I he's top, he, well, he's playing on third line, not top six. I mean, theoretically, if you look at it, yes. Right. Um, Steen, is he injured? Is he not? Missed a couple practices. Right. Uh, Schwartzy, we talked about him as much as I love him, and I told you that the leash is long. If Fabry is providing that speed and the, that generating those chances, then. I'm not saying you take a guy out right away and say you're replaced, but you slot Fabry in there, right? So one time he goes to the fourth line, next time he goes instead of Steen, next time after that he goes instead of Schwartz. Like you mix him in and out of the lineup throughout the game. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it's I mean it's called coaching, Jim. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, we've lost Kimby over here. A lot of hands. Now he's crashing. Jar. He had one Red Bull. He came flying he touched, out of the gate. He now, touched one Red Bull can. Now he's, his head has crashed down on the desk over here. <laughs> hey, uh, and look at this guy, too. He hasn't even finished his first one. I know. Well, Typically, I saw, he's two in. Well, shit, I saw what it did to Kimby. I'm still, scared to death. I don't know what the hell he brought me here. Still owes me five bucks, Chromes. You saw it. Bullshit. Look at that Pac-Man on there, too. That's pretty neat. That is pretty I used neat. To play See, this is why I'm skeptical of what you brought me here and what you were on today. Yeah, I, I, almost got, I almost got you two of the bigger ones. Thank God we didn't do that. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Well, always good stuff. Well, hey, listen, you guys were <laughs> fantastic. We want to thank 
Uh, don't forget to thank uh, – we don't want to forget to thank our friends at Nelsonslandservices.com. So they took the manscaping services, okay? That was they, – they, they yeah, all in fun just there. We probably don't need to run down the road all the time with this company doing that. But, I, yeah, no, I chatted with them on – uh, I'm pretty sure when uh, the wife <laughs> I have hops a gag on, order on yeah, me now. The wife uh, hops on there. I told him just to fast forward that section, so he'd be it would probably be a good idea. No, he was good with it. It was. Uh, I was going to say I can't was, see him not laughing his ass. He off. was just trying to bust uh, Ribs' balls a little bit, get just him on a little. Uh, anyway, and it worked. He too. did. He, he fired a, a shot, a warning shot. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> holy ribs, moly. Ribs, ribs hit the bunker pretty quick. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ! Put I, your bucket back on. I tried and go. to explain to him because he's like, I don't even know what the hell this is. And I told Kim BS. I said I tried to explain to him right when you trim the hedges, the tree looks bigger oh no <laughs> well if you need your hedges trimmed nelson land services bigger you better take those you better take those hedges right out of the ground nelson land services.com star rated local company at reasonable prices don't forget them for uh, all of your needs Again, fantastic work. Uh, they do tremendous, tremendous work. <laughs> Big jobs, small jobs, doesn't matter. They got you covered. Nelsonlandservices.com. And, of course, our friends at Adam Smokehouse on Watson Road. Don't miss out on the barbecue. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, open until 7. Of course, you can find out if you are available for delivery and all of your catering needs. Go see Mike. Tell him we said hello. He brings you the live from Inner Arena segment each and every week, and um, we're really excited about Adam Smokehouse being a part of our show. To our friend Randy Green, we hope you're still with us at InnovativeCompanies.com. <laughs> That's right up his alley. No, let me tell you, Randy, Randy's salt of the earth guy. He loves these, so um, he, he's good to go. But he's, a, again, tremendous human being, 35 years experience, second-generation craftsman, a man of his word. Don't forget, they've got the heating and cooling company all fired up. Uh, the electric company, the plumbing uh, division is now up and running to go along with the construction team. All four under one umbrella. That's InnovativeCompanies.com. Find us at BluesNHLPodcast.com. You can subscribe to the show there. Uh, you can listen to back episodes, do your shopping at Amazon. That would help Brian Crock, Andrew Allen, our producers. They do a lot of work for us behind the scenes. Find us on social media, at STL Blues Podcast on Twitter. If you're a Blues fan, we're going to follow you back if you follow us. Uh, the big push for us is Facebook. Type in Blues NHL Podcast. Like our page. Click invite your friends, get them involved as well. Uh, the shows come out on Mondays and Thursdays, typically by 5 o'clock. We have them posted. Uh, that pin post there, if you would like it, comment on it. And more importantly, share it. Uh, you'll be eligible for some prizes, and that helps us just reach more out in the community and get them involved in the conversation. Um, you can also find us on Instagram, Blues NHL Podcast. And, of course, you can find us as part of lineupmedia.fm. Home now to your radio. You can download that on your mobile device. It's free. It's a wonderful new streaming platform. The new version's out. It's awesome. You guys are going to love it. Leave them a review. They would greatly appreciate it. For all of us here at Blues NHL Podcast, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.